Welcome to Activate, featuring stories of inspiration from your community members who stand up for what they believe in and encouraging you to live your passion, make a difference, and get involved. My name is Chris Jackson. I am the chair of the Bloomington Council for Community Accessibilities Accessibility Committee. So my day job is with the library where I manage our outreach services, and we serve a lot of people with disability and mobility limitations through the outreach department. A lot of older individuals, uh, people who can't make it into the library, my job is to make sure that my department can still deliver library services to those folks. And when I started on that job, I realized I had a lot to learn about disability in general. So I started attending meetings of the Bloomington Council for Community Accessibility, mostly sort of listen in. But as often happens, if you uh, show up for more than a couple of meetings, you get uh, drafted into a uh, position of somewhat more authority. And that's how I ended up becoming the chair of the committee. And my name is Michael Bird. I'm a member of that committee and also a surveyor. And I got involved because I'm just a great believer in community volunteer work. Uh, it's been a part of my life. I'm a great believer in national service and that serves you know, that purpose. Also, my wife has uh, a variety of accessibility uh, challenges, and I use my work with the, the committee and with the surveys to essentially inform her of where the, the community is up to snuff or perhaps still needs help. The Council for Community Accessibility is a, uh, a council of the city of Bloomington. Unlike many of the councils and commissions, we use uh, quite a few volunteers. So that's one of the reasons we're here is to, to pitch this as a volunteer opportunity for others in the community who might be interested. We do a variety of work on the council. We're trying to address issues that face people with disabilities generally. We also have a transportation and mobility committee because there are so many issues with people who have limited mobility getting around, even getting to doctor's offices and pharmacies to fill prescriptions, let alone getting to work and getting out to do fun things in the community. And then our committee, the Accessibility Committee, is really designed to help local businesses and service providers address their own barriers to access. We do surveys with our committee's members, many of whom have disabilities. We've identified what we think are the major barriers that people encounter when trying to get to a restaurant or a retail store or some service provider. So we have a survey checklist. We'll go in and uh, look for barriers. Often it's things involving parking. Bathrooms have numerous issues. In fact, we usually find an issue with accessibility in bathrooms, but it can be other things like aisle width. We then issue a report to the business and sometimes have ideas on how they can rectify those barriers. And once they've removed all the barriers, and in cases where there are no barriers, we award them a decal that they can put in their front window, front door that says people with disabilities welcome here. And it lets the community know not only that does this business care about access, but they've made whatever changes are necessary so that hopefully everyone can be a customer or a, uh, a patron of the business. But all the people, save one who do the, the work, are volunteers. And yeah, we do it on a, a voluntary basis, and there is no charge. Sometimes there's money involved in terms of addressing the barriers, but not, not for our services. Yeah, this, I mean, the opportunities are, are just as good for folks like myself, who's a retiree and supposedly has some free time. Uh, it's also a great opportunity for someone who's a student here in order to get involved with something that's 
government. This is a this is a great example of government doing good. We talked about recruiting additional volunteers, and that's something we would certainly like to see. But also to any uh, business owners out there or, or store managers, you're certainly encouraged to contact us so that we can come and help you identify and hopefully address barriers, which would not only make you more accessible, but maybe increase your customer base as well, so maybe more profitable. So we're, uh, we're always happy to do that upon request. Our only real limitation is that you be in this city of Bloomington since we're a, a Bloomington council. An additional thing is that you can kind of make your own schedule as a volunteer. Obviously, the business has to be open. So it's one where you can kind of tailor your own day or your own week into actually participating in these assessments. A couple of examples of what I consider to be like major achievements of surveys that I've done. Unfortunately, a place that is no longer open, when I went in there for their survey, they were new in town. Uh, they had one barrier, and the barrier was they hadn't put any signs up in their bathrooms saying that these were accessible, uh, even though they were. And that means I left that place that day with the fact saying I had to tell them that this is the one thing standing in the way of you're getting it, the decal that Chris had, had mentioned before in recognition on the, on the city's website as a facility that has passed. 24 hours later, those signs were up. Uh, I mean, to me, it was like, this is what the job is really, well, the volunteer work is really all about, because they took, they took the step to do that. There is a CCA website hosted by the City of Bloomington. So if you Google Council for Community Accessibility Bloomington, you'll get there. We also hold a regular meeting on the last Monday of most months. So, and these meetings are open to everyone. You don't need to be invited. They take place at City Hall and over Zoom. I would encourage people to email the CCA at the, the email address is cca at bloomington.in.gov, and that will go to Michael Shermis, who's the liaison between the city and the CCA. There is no requirement other than an interest in participating. We have a lot of people with disabilities who are on our committee, and that's great because they bring out their own perspective perspectives and life experience, but it's certainly not a requirement. The training normally involves doing a couple of surveys with an experienced surveyor, and then once somebody feels comfortable with the survey process, they're free to do whatever businesses uh, are on our list waiting surveys. All you really need is a tape measure and a clipboard, and I think we might even provide the clipboard these days, uh, and a willingness to, to help, and we'll, we'll, we'll do the rest. Yeah, another point I'd like to make is that for your listeners, if they have had an experience with a, a retail establishment, a, a school, uh, a building or whatever, and they have found that they had trouble accessing it, getting into it, getting through the door or, or whatever, all they have to do is actually go to the website that Chris mentioned and contact us, uh, inform us of the situation and ask that we do an assessment and out we'll go. You've been listening to Activate, a co-production of WFHB and City of Bloomington Volunteer Network, working together to build an empowered, vibrant, engaged community. To find more information about volunteering in your community, visit bloomington.in.gov volunteer.
the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network aims to inspire, support, and celebrate volunteerism in the community by connecting volunteers of all ages and interests with opportunities to serve. They invite you to get involved and make a difference by visiting bloomingtonvolunteernetwork.org or emailing getconnected at bloomington.in.gov to learn more.